When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Now, back to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. Ginger. No, this is Ginger. You wanted to hear it? Here it is. Yeah? No. You've got to get into that voice eventually. If she doesn't, I hope you will. Pretty decent. I expected much worse. Well, it's, I've never heard this one before where she's singing normal the whole time. And where are they playing at, Iggy? Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Nice. A pretty big gig, actually. This band got into Hollywood. Well, I mean, that's what I'm like, saying for them. That's a pretty well, big gig. Well, I mean, they're playing with Disturbed and Breaking Benjamin. Being on a tour would be fun, man. God, I want everybody to hear the voice. She's. Please stop this. It's making my dogs go crazy. Yeah. It's awful. Pull up, an, pull up another one. Horrible. Pull up another one. I just want I think to hear that pretty voice. Good. Then there you is. want to shut it down for the weekend? I'll go down and work on okay. one on one show. I've never heard her sing Jackson, a entire song out of sleep here. I've never heard her yes, sing that standing. entire song in that voice. It usually starts like that, then it gets into the... I like a song that you can kind of sing along to. Understand well, the lyrics? Nobody sings melody. to these. Nobody sings to that group. They all just punch each other in the pit. How is that, how is that entertaining? <laughs> I don't know what they do. They got, mohawk, they, they got mohawks, and they just start punching each other. I'm telling you, I saw it. Three, five people went to the hospital. Intense, And they do have Doug. a pit at the uh, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, so... Okay. It's usually just people staying in there listening to music, not punching each other. I guess there's an audience for almost anything. I'm going to have a bunch of bourbon and barbecue on Sunday. I'm excited. I rarely go to concerts, and I don't even know if I like Brandy Carlisle, but excited that Madison's excited. But she'll have some songs that you've heard before. I'm sure. I'm Sing sure I've heard a little bit. Absolutely. That's a Sunday evening for me. Yeah. 9 p.m., though, I think, is when she gets on. Oh, that's late Seems for a late, Sunday. Right, but I don't know if that's accurate. Who else is playing that day? Ice, Ice Cube playing that day? Oh, that's a great question, man. I'm going to check out the set list. But that'll be a fun little weekend, and it's supposed to be, Tim, like 77 Bill, or 78 Bill, Bill, on Bill, Sunday. Bill, so Bill, if you Bill. want to shake nice. strokes, Sunday is the move. I am pl uh, planning on playing on uh, Sunday. I think I'm doing first thing Sunday morning, potentially. So. I wonder if I'll play a lot of NWA stuff. I, I don't know what he does. 
Um, I don't know. He's just known as an actor. Who are we talking about now? Ice Cube. Oh. Not to be confused with Ice T. Ice Cube's ice, on at Ice Baby. Six to seven p.m. on the main stage. Brandy Carlisle plays nine twenty-five to eleven. Got an hour and a half for her, and only an hour for Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and our favorite band, the Michiganders, will be playing starting uh, Sunday. That's your favorite band. They're one of my favorite bands, and, and they what were. What kind of music do they play? We went to the pageant a few years ago and saw them opening for a band that Madison wanted to see, and we thought they blew them out of the water. Really? And they're really good. Yeah. I'm excited about all that. Right, yes, yeah, sounds like you are. It's a big old day for old Darren and Madison. Well, you're thrilled with what's ahead. But I'm excited. Yeah, I'm probably watching my golf team make a million dollars. Well, they, what's the... Is this where they... Scheffler started 12 under and then 11 under, 10 under at that this week's... Yeah, and he uh, shot, I think, three over, and uh, Morikawa shot eight eight or nine under, who was tied with the lead with Victor Hovland. And, uh, God, who else shot seven, eight under? He's tied for the lead. Bradley. Bradley. Uh, I don't know if Keegan he shot, Bradley. He's tied for the lead, but he shot seven under. Golf Talk here on TMA, brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic, by the way. Coming up, fast approaching. Ooh, my audio just got... Was that me, or is that just my headphones? Uh, probably just headphones. Sometimes they go yeah. crazy. Is it next week? The week after? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks dirty. I hear takes, Jackson. Yeah, uh, you know, anytime there's going to be a Radio Row situation, it's a Take Smith's on Parade. But uh, Takes in a This is uh, the ESPN station here in Vegas. They seem like nice guys. Takes in a Distance almost is like a sound machine. It's like, you know, playing like soft rain or like yeah. ocean breeze or water. They you just have that in the back. Takes in the Distance helps you go to sleep at night. Breaking down the Browns, Browns quarterbacking situation. <laughs> No, this is a Vegas station. So it doesn't matter. They'll pick Raider a team football. and just run with it, it for a half hour. It doesn't matter. When does NFL start? Next Sunday? Uh, uh, two weeks seven. from last night. And we're getting Lisa Ann, am I correct? Or no? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's going to be with us every Friday, right? Sweet. Is yes, her. She yeah. posted a so, date, and I forgot what she said. I'm she, not in a fantasy league yet. Have you guys had your fantasy I'll join one if you want to create one. I, don't, I haven't played fantasy football in three years. Really? Four years, maybe? Yeah, a couple. There's a one-on-one one. Are you in that one, Jackson? Yeah. yeah. Uh-uh. And then, uh, oh yeah, in a different one. I just love playing daily fantasy more, so I'm kind of I don't even really care about a year long. Cause I'm playing daily fantasy, so sometimes I'm rooting against my own interests. You yeah, know? that's the problem with multiple fantasy leagues. Like uh, I've capped myself. That's why I, I only like, I play one yeah. league of everything. It's the move, man. It's, it's the, the worst to lose in one. Right. Like one you don't care about, you win, and that player that won you won mm-hmm. lost you in another one that you care about. Right. And if you got action, if you're betting the board, too, you're just always rooting against yourself at all times. Uh, Banny Boy in Bridgeton says, sounds like Plowboy's planning on calling on sick, calling in sick on Monday, so KG, be ready for the call. Uh, Banny Boy in Bridgeton, Plowhawk, your response to him. I would say I probably have a great track record. Maybe Jackson can answer this. I typically never, if ever, call in. Banny Boy ha- in Bridgeton? Do yeah. You agree? I have vacation set up in advance. But Jackson, there's the rare occasion where I text him and say, I'm not coming in. I don't remember one. It's going to be a late a Sunday snowstorm. night. It only this takes one, Plowsy, and they, they remember it forever. Yeah. If this goes till 11 and you're in that parking lot till 1130, you're home at bill, bill, bill. midnight, you're asleep at 1230. Doug, you're talking to a G unit of sleep and naps. A G unit. I, I like don't. Uh, what, I, what I pride myself on is not being late and being present. So, like, I'm always going to be somewhere where I need to be at a specific time. Regardless of the sleep schedule, everybody deals with issues. But, again, I'm answering this based upon my memory, so I don't know if Jackson can pull out some 
Some I can't I can't think of anything but Plowhawk gets the game ball for these last couple of days, man, because he's been shouldering the load and so load. What? Even if he even if there was a Monday Monday morning like, hey, I'm feeling bad. Don't worry about it, because I can uh, I can step up for you. Just look like at that, Doug. For me, my See, this brother. is teammates, team players. Yep. I'm Scotty. He's Doug, Jordan. Look at this. You've been scooting around, making sure you get everything done. Are you a little well, nervous? I More nervous that, than a long-tailed cat in a rocking chair factory. The, the honest assessment is it's not a ton <laughs> of work. It's very tedious, and everything needs to be done at the same time. Like, yeah. you need to go on YouTube. Like, everything goes at the same time, mm -hmm. and you have five-minute breaks to get all of that set up. So I think it's just, you know, utilizing your time accordingly, I think, is important in this uh, business. Plowboy forgot about the battery incident. That's from the foot shoulder. What's the battery incident? Oh, where the camper, oh, wouldn't, my camper start. wouldn't pop oh, back down. Gosh, yeah. That's yeah. the one day that they just glom onto. And it's how you miss all these days of work because you're tired. And I got home at like one third. Like it was a, a, a legit reason to where I couldn't because I had to take care of that first thing in the morning sure so we could get. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that is a one answer. It's not a sick day either. That's not like calling in sick. I don't call in you sick. You feel like you really let us down that day. I haven't, I haven't forgiven myself since. <laughs> no. I slept pretty good, though. I'll give, yeah. I'll give you that. It's a personal day. I like these fantasy drafts. We were talking about a fantasy draft here, not in any teams. I get a lot of cameo requests for right before fantasy draft. People want me to introduce their players in order. Ooh. A lot of people are doing this. Yeah. I did like eight. Now I got, I got one today. I got to do it for a friend. This got 11 guys in his draft and each one he's got a book on him he's it's like a whole book i gotta read 11 man league and i said dude I'll, 11 player team. he wants you to announce his draft well it's 12 it but what I'm are you not, announcing exactly? it's a 12 man league the guy that sent it to me gotcha. i'm not doing one on him but uh, just just like 15 20 bullet points in each guy i said dude i can't get 11 guys into the one video with everything you want me to say i, I guarantee you that i won't be able to upload the file from Cami, it'll be like 40 minutes long. So he had to break it into like four different ones. I said I can do like three, 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 and two. Yeah, so he had to charge accordingly. Yeah, so he had he had to send in four Cami requests. You're just announcing who his picks are. Yeah. Announcing it to who? The world. To the, the world. No, Hello, to his, world. To his team when they draft. But All right, yeah. you're up. You're up here, Ziggy, introducing you. Uh, yeah, just you're getting cucked. You know, I mean, the whole thing is cucked, and this guy's a loser and. <laughs> I got to do 11 of them, so, but he had to send in four different cameos, which is more money for me. More money, except Rocchio gets it all. That's how it used to work. No, Rocchio's been out of her for a long time since he caught Hello, the world. Welcome to the Benitez Show. I am here at Fat Buddha uh, uh, Studio. Doug, this is over. Start over. You're right at the take. beginning. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, Joshua. I got to do a second take. Hello, world, and welcome to the Fat Buddha Studios. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting here with Joshua. Joshua, say what's up to the world. Hello, world. And then there we're, now we're on. That's how it works. Lots of now people we're on. And then the we're off intro. public access, and we're working in Montana for 12000 a year. There it is. We got yeah. it done. We just it's got the deal through. done, Benita. Yeah. Glen Dive, Montana. That's right. Market 212. Still on. Still exactly. balling. And you are interviewing Joshua. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. Well, at the time, he didn't know. He could have been the next big superstar. He could have if somebody was handling him, right? Yeah. Or he could have played on stage live. Not not being able to do any live concerts is going to hinder your popularity. Well, maybe he'd get over that in time. He played like one of the, he played one of the girl next door things, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, multiple. Yeah. It was, it was, a, it was an anxiety regarding performance. Yeah, he was, he was anxious, but he got through it. He sounded good once he started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saddle up so sick. Little Angel's so sick. I saw where... Uh, Carly Simon had stage fright. That's early. right. Early in her career, she wouldn't perform live either. It's all uh, right. What's her name? Uh, Sandoval. 
from um, Doug Sandoval. He was with the Pablo Giants, Sandoval? and he was called Panda Bear. Yeah, the Panda. No, from that band, I, that song I play all the time. Panda. What song do you Her last play name all is Sandoval. I got bras in Atlanta. Panda, Panda. It was big. It was big in your college days, Tim. The song I'm thinking Sider. about. And when you say you play it all the time, where do you play it? I used to, <laughs> I used to play it as re when I did the nine o'clock return music. Come on, Tim. Made you know. into you, Mazzy made into star. you, Mazzy star. star. Oh, yeah. did I actually Hope guess that? Sandoval. That was a troll. Okay. That was nice. I was trolling. Hope Sandoval. She, uh -huh. uh, if you ever watch, uh, if you ever watch her videos from live in concert, she doesn't have a big bright light on her. She gets nervous when there's a light on her, and she always. Basically closes her eyes. One day I want to hold a panda bear. Oh, she gets nervous. She gets nervous looking at the crowd and having a big light on her. So well, she... that's okay. <laughs> Even if they would want to come out and lip sync like like Gaga, that's okay. One day I want to hold no, a panda bear. The, it would no. take the stage fright out of it, wouldn't it, to know that everything's going to go perfectly? She's posted a lot of videos or pictures lately on Instagram. She's got the Vegas uh, residency this week, and she's been. Uh, practicing and doing auditions and things like that. And there's a picture of her just standing outside the park, GM, MGM Park. She's auditioning? Well, not auditioning. She's whatever it's called, practicing. And <laughs> Imagine that, a human being actually standing outside a hotel. Well, I mean, she's right out there in the open. I mean, if, you know, if Jackson happened to walk by there, he could have got some audio with her because she's just standing there. Oh. You don't think there's security or... Some sort of team there. Well, she had one person there, but then she doesn't keep people away. They say he's even popular in you. I suppose she gets so heavily made up. I suppose if she didn't have the makeup on, a lot of people wouldn't have any idea who it was. Well, she doesn't do that thing anymore, Doug, where she paints her face. I don't know when you've been watching her. Dude, I've seen her massive well, amounts to, of makeup. Yeah, 2006 you're going back to. I don't know. I don't know what city, but Taylor Swift arrived yesterday in, like, the motorcade. And they had so okay. many sniper rifle security guards. It was really? it was presidential esque in terms of the security level for this. With rifles out. S snipers, yes. Here <laughs> and me. snipers. I mean, at some point, do you get too popular to where like you can't even fart without it being like yeah. on the UK? Yeah, I saw some. Uh, financial analyst on TV the other day saying that she's actually having an effect on the economy in certain cities where she goes. Oh, I'm Somebody's sure. concerts oh, bring in yeah. so many sure. hundreds of millions of dollars that it's, it's a major factor well, for some Well, the three-day concerts alone bring in 50 or 60 million. Oh, she's doing three yeah. days in each city? Is that what Not each one, but I know, I, I know the major cities. ones. New York, L.A., I do believe. Did uh, Queen Bee sell out here? Doug, did Queen Bee sell out here? Know. Jackson, did Queen Bee sell out in St. Louis? My hairdresser um, not Noreen. What's her name? Laureen? Noreen? Noreen. Uh, Oreen. Sorry, Noreen. I messed it up cut twice. And color <laughs> I did not get a cut in color, but she went to the Beyonce concert and said it was packed. Right. Now being packed and being sold out, two different things, but apparently... I would she, imagine it was sold out. Apparently Queen Bee goes on social media and has her fans of that specific city pick out her outfits. The Beehive. Did you know that? Doug, do you, are you a part of the Beehive on I'm Twitter? Not. I don't be. like Beyonce, but I do like that aspect that she gets the fans involved <laughs> with picking outfits. Like we should do with Missouri Tigers. We should let our We're listeners pick on the out our, our outfits. Absolutely. I love that. Then we can go private and show it off to them. Right. You went private the other day with somebody on the phone right That's over right. here. <laughs> I wonder how it works with musicians. Because you know golfers... Um, Whatever city or state they play in that week, they got to pay taxes on what they won that week in that state. 
know. What if musicians got to do that? Because, yeah. I mean, you don't know what they make. I'm sure they do. They make oh, part know. of the gate or ticket sales. So when they say they play St. Louis and you sell 60,000 seats, how do you determine what you made that night as a musician? What are you getting paid that night as a musician? you got to pay taxes in Missouri. My boy Reconod yeah, does global do. travel for his firm he works for in San Francisco. Now they moved to Houston, and he said it's a nightmare doing taxes. Yeah, athletes have to do like that Like going too, to Peru right? and going like all these places and just even in the United States and going to probably – 40, 50 different cities and states. And well, when you're making 15, 20 million a year, you have a tax guy who does it, you don't worry about it. Rick and I's not making 15, 20 million. He's certainly making the milli range, certainly, yeah. But that would be Shout a Shout out Rick and I. Can't he get you boy. a job out there making boy. a similar milli? No, his sister is actually dating the VC of the company. So, like... like the uh, venture capitalist? No, the uh, the VP, sorry, of the company. <laughs> my my okay. sorry. So they are actually located in... North Carolina, I do believe, like the company itself, but they have offices in San Francisco and Houston. And well, she better marry that dude. Or she's well, she already did. They have three or four kids. Oh, they um, said she was dating the guy. No, you know, his sister is married, sorry, to the VP of the company. So that kind of how he got in. So I don't oh. think I could get in in the same way. I don't know. It's who you know. No. That's the way they do it. I mean, your sister married that. Oh, yeah, the Simpsons. Simpsons yeah. guy. They're set up, yeah. Like, they're ready to go forever. Can't you get a job with the Simpsons? I'm sure I could be a bobo out there, some form or fashion, but it's not what I want to do. I mean, if she wasn't a lesbian, I'd probably try to marry Brie Mills. She's making millions of dollars being a director. <laughs> no, who was that? I love how they're just She's silent. Porn director. One She's of the one that everyone wants to work with. You think you'd have a shot? Well, she's a lesbian, so no. But I mean, even at your age. But what you can grow out your hair. Something? Yeah, because she's kind of plain. So she's not looking for some Adonis. <laughs> you think 20-something girls who are plain are looking for mid-60s gentlemen? Well, I think she's probably closer to 40s, 40th, 40-ish, 40-ish, middle Well, the same question probably still stands. Well, no, somebody middle 40 doesn't care if she's dating somebody in the 60s. I don't know about that. Because you're kind of old yourself. You want to date somebody in their 80s? The money's right. Oh, <laughs> Exactly. Hopeless romantic. I banged when I was close to that. Oh, God. Taylor Swift was saving humanity until Adriana came out of Witness Pro and joined OnlyFans. Move over, Taylor. Filling my tube socks to new material in between radio show hosts and champions, tour caddies, running trains on my queen. Doug, that's from Recovering mm. Alcoholic. From Bell Hill. What in the hell? Ariana Grande's on OnlyFans? Doug, Ariana Grande. He said Adriana. He said Adriana. Adriana Chechik. Adriana Chechik. She uh, broke her back jumping into a ball pit. Really? That'll happen. That'll happen. I saw yesterday they came out this, I don't know if it was Deadspin or one of those companies, SB Nation, came out the top 10 most influential uh, golfers in social media. And we all know Paige, Paige Spiraniak is one. Uh, but then they had two and three. Uh, who have OnlyFans accounts, and that's why they're... What were their initials? Wait, these are rankings of the celebrity OnlyFans account? Man, no, everybody has a power ranking. OnlyFans there accounts? can be power and rankings And it wasn't it LPGA players. It was most influential golfers on social media. Pace oh. Brainiac is one, has like three and a half million. <laughs> are you saying that last name correctly? <laughs> I've heard it a lot of different ways. I don't even know what well, it you is. You know who I mean. <laughs> Doug, here's Brie Mills, by the way, in case you're interested in competing. Oh, for if she wasn't Which one are you showing there? <laughs> That's the one yeah, you would go after. Kind of looks like what I. Kind of looks like you with. as a younger like a, girl. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Oh, my well, God. If she wasn't a lesbian, yeah, I'd do that. She's got money. But two and three. That's all it is is money? Two and three. And it's not just because they're gorgeous, but they do play golf. They had some videos of them swinging the golf Can club. Can we have topless. initials, please? I don't remember their names. <laughs> well, then why did you bring up this topic? Well, if swinging br- topless? Well, if you we want to bring a text out. about Adriana. I guess I don't know who the hell I don't know whomever. Well, you're talking about OnlyFans, so I brought this up because two of these <laughs> champions tour caddies. No, they were uh, they, they're they got good golf swings. They they actually do golf tips, but they also have OnlyFans accounts. What you know what I do? I check their OnlyFans leak, see what's out there. And a couple of them had some videos that leaked, one in a bathtub and one on the golf course, uh, stripping <laughs> as she's hitting golf. Balls. A little creepy. A little. No, miss. it's not. Oh, they got an OnlyFans. I'm just not paying for it. So if you type in leak, it comes up. You get the ones up there. But these are two that are right below Paige Spurnack, whatever you want to call it. Hello, Vivian? Hello, Vivian? Hello, Vivian? They both got upwards of a million followers. And they do YouTube golf stuff. They're probably as good as Paige as far as hitting a golf ball. But the only difference is they both get naked. Sitting like a good little cuck at the foot of the pullout. And I went and searched, and I found some leaks, and they're both very, very attractive. And the one hitting a golf ball is probably looks like about a two handicap. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in Iggy's apartment when he finds the leaks. <laughs> see, the fa- see the face, see the mm-hmm. celebrate, goes out a cigarette with confidence right, right. before the sesh. Doug mm-hmm. yeah, and Peg has had enough. Uh, who asked about the list of most influential golfers on Ebaum's World? No one! Oh, enough already! It's from Aunt Peg. Great ball strike. Always hits the face. Dude, Ebaum's uh, yeah. World. Y'all texted in bitching the first hour that I wouldn't say anything. Then I start talking and I'll shut up again. So mm. I can't win. But Tim brought up OnlyFans and I just remembered. Well, I read, that up a, I read a text from the recovering alcoholic. Uh, I know. Guys, can that Jason guy post more mean comments on the fan page so he'll be quiet until 10 01? That's from Herb's Hall. He'll Good. have one today, I'm oh, sure. Well, of I'm that. sure Keller will. That's what he's known for. So. Is anyone else confused? That's from Chairman Steve in Wildwood. Were you able to get Stephen Wildwood's mic drop? Um, I don't know where it's located. No, Maybe we can, we can workshop it on air, Jackson, if you want. Yeah. Um, Jackson's so ready it, to go to bed I, in a half I, I hour. Can't, I can't no, stress uh, enough I can, how I know this is probably annoying. I'm going I can to probably forward, I can forward you. I can forward it to you. How about that? Yeah. yeah. That'd be Monday. good for your golf swing? That's good for my golf swing, bud. <laughs> All right. Here, while you're doing that, I'll talk about Illinois Recovery Center, the Do new it. premier inpatient substance abuse fa- facility. In Swansea, Illinois, when it comes to the disease of addiction, getting help should not be as difficult as it currently is. The Illinois Recovery Center's mission is to be the receiving hand in the community when someone seeks help. The RSC delivers a comprehensive system of care that welcomes both the individual struggling and family alike. If you or someone you know wants to learn about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. That's the Illinois Recovery Center. And if you are injured in an accident, you need to be working with C.D. Longo and Doug Biggs of the Longo Biggs Injury Law Firm. These are local guys. They are trial attorneys. They are TMA listeners. They have been to our TMA events. And you will work directly with them. They're not delegating it to somebody on the staff. They are not out of town. They're here in St. Louis. They care about their reputations because they are here in town. And so they are going to make sure you get personal attention. It's either one of them will be handling your case personally. You'll get to know them just as they will get to know you in every last detail of your case. They are local lawyers who care about their reputation and building relationships with their clients. That's what they want you to know. 
These are local people who care about their reputation, not a big out-of-town law firm that's just going to delegate it to somebody locally and say, hey, settle this as quickly as you can. That's not the way that it works. Longo Biggs Injury Law accepts personal injury, wrongful death, brain injury, and other catastrophic injury cases. Here's what you do, Doug. You go to Longo Biggs. Yeah. Dot com. Makes sense. And then you work with them right there. Longo Biggs. Remember, the choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Emails coming up for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today in 15 minutes. You got time now. You got time to get it in. Get it in. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. Jackson, are you still doing the filtering even though you're at the Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas? Yes, sir. Nice. Yep. Are you going to read uh, if Tunnels writes one today? Are you going to read it again? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I think that was a smash hit, so uh, run it back. But he's got email in. So. Turn off that light ring, Jackson. Those are for gals who love showing off their Brio lips. Mm. That's from Buffalo Tough. Whoa. All right, I just turned it off. I mean, it's, there's just nothing I can do about the light situation. It's Have you done any is. Brio lips pictures while you're in front of that ring light? Uh, not yet, but the, you know, the day is still young. Yeah, yeah so, take a uh, few. Should I, should I, I, there was a place giving out temporary tattoos uh, on Fremont. Ooh. Yes. Like, yes. Like born to cuck on like my chest. <laughs> Gosh. You are tired. All right, I got filter's you. gone at this point, isn't it? <laughs> I got the mic drop, by the way. Oh, here it is, Doug. This is yesterday on uh, the award-winning okay. balloon party presentation. Uh, Mungan asked St. Louis Ack here. Uh, Matt Rocchio was uh, performing as board operator with uh, Jackson and uh, Las Vegas at Circa. Here we go. It's a labor. I, mean, I get it. We're just going to play out the season. Oh, we're not a great team. There's always next year's. Stop it! <laughs> Feels right. because the wallet and Bowtie and Pinocchio are shoving a strap on into the best fans in baseball. Oh. Rachio, get on the next flight to Philly, get down to Veterans Stadium, and hold these losers accountable. And Piddles, what the hell are Piddles. you doing in Vegas? You're not allowed to have any fun till the Cardinals win the World Series. <laughs> Tired of it. He was tired of it. Sounds like he died right there. Yeah, the right. Yeah, that's done. He texted me later in the day. He said, I played golf on Wednesday at Gateway and nearly passed out, but no more so than when the very end of my mic drop. That one and we, we did hear, I feel like he might have seen a light right at the end. Mm-hmm. But I agree, Raccio needs to go to the vet and tend to the Cardinals. Which has been open for 20 years. <laughs> Raccio, by the way. And double down on the Raccio. It was destroyed in the early aughts. And the best part is, like, half the audience is like, boy, I really like this guy. He's making sense. Give it a few more months. Rack him. You'll be getting tired of it. What's that? Oh, no. I said give him oh, a few more no. months. They keep hearing the same thing every day. They get a little tired of it. Oh, just wait boy. till you hear the Mizzou rants. I bet they're coming strong. You didn't like this rant that he just gave? No, I'm just going to He's played out. Wow. Oh. Damn. Wow, I thought the rest of us kind of enjoyed the oh, mic. It's not like he doesn't take shots at me. Well, he said we're not friends, which I found odd when he said we've never been friends. I'm just curious, if we've never been friends, why you would pay all the money you did to have learned to a sound story with me? For you. We workshopping this? Yeah, I am. I guess we're going to try to work through it. I'm asking. Because he said I've never, we've never been friends. I'm just curious why you'd spend that kind of money to have learned to a sound story with me. For you. I, mean, it, I found it odd, but I wasn't going to say no because... It makes learn some money. It makes Tim's company money. So I'll say, yeah, I'll do it. I don't know why you want a sound story of me. But well, just doing some research, I guess. I just found it odd. 
Uh, Steve, if you want to tend to it, let us know. We'll stare at the bank of phones, mm -hmm. and when we see it light up, yeah, we'll put right. you on the air. Well, Plowsy had to scoot out again. Yeah, Plowboy did have to bolt like the well, wind. I can go over there and answer it if it rings. But... Nice. Uploading the podcast, maybe. Who knows what he's doing? That's ringing. Uh, he's just calling? Well, this is going to be great. I think he's going to be. Could be a lady. I'm on hold. Could be a lady. It won't be a lady. You don't think so? I feel like it's 60% it's a lady. I don't know. What do, what do you do? Iggy's going private with someone. What are you asking? <laughs> <laughs> this is on YouTube. That's the, that's the nicest he's ever answered the phone. Who is it? That's oh, the well, is it Alec Ogletree? Can he put him on hold is my question. Who was it? You hung up on him. Because <laughs> it wasn't Steve. Well, but, was but they Steve. still might have something. Yeah, they had a take, probably trade proposal. Hey, Steve here. Uh, oh, gosh. Oh, we have such issues. Yeah, somebody thought it'd be funny. I thought nothing bothered you. That's from Jonathan Titsworthy. Well, it's not bothering me. I had a question. Is this middle school? That's from the 636. Yeah, it is becoming middle school. Just like we get worn out with your repeat stories. That's from the Veiled Prophet. Again, another good one. Thank you. Uh, Doug, can you fix this issue? I like Steve. I like Iggy. I also like Trent. Mend this fence, Doug. Mitch, not to mention her hot body that looks hot in a cumstein. <laughs> well, you don't have to choose. You can I like, like Trent. You never... contacted me after I texted in the show as a joke about the Learn Sound story. I have the DM. I'm about to jump in the shower. So, saw we. That's from oh, Steve and Wildwood. Now, that was condescending. Uh, about to jump in the shower like you got someplace to be. And put that <laughs> off for 10 minutes. Is that the humble brag? Hey, you think I DM'd you? I DM'd you and said, "Will you pay to do a sound story with me and learn?" He says he has the DM. I'm sure. Jackson says he has the receipts. Well, okay. We'll yeah, see he it. he paid for it. I'm I'm sure I didn't I didn't reach out to him and say, "You want to pay to do a sound story with me and learn?" Why would I think of him to do I that? No, I don't know. Can't we have some peace between the deuces? I just said, I don't really care. Well, we always hear that, but it's, it's like you do care. No, I don't care. Well, you, you should care. You don't want enemies. Oh, like I don't have any enemies? We've met this guy on many occasions. He seems okay. He I seems always like a nice thought guy. so, too. That's why I said, I, we used to be friends. And he said, and the straw was when he said, I've, we've never been friends. Well, if you never consider me a friend, then why worry about it? Mm. Just like me all you want. I don't care. Okay. I don't need to beg for friends. No, you don't. Will you please like me? <laughs> oh, no, they don't say that at the end. Let's all call a truce. I love all of you schmucks. And you can criticize Iggy for a lot. Lack of work ethic. Moral compass that spins like a ceiling fan. I and agree with that. Being an avid workplace simp. But the man has a good heart and he's a good sport. And Steve is the goat. This is like mom and a perverted dad fighting at Thanksgiving dinner. Doug, that's from Arbor Day. Okay. How do you like that sentiment, uh, Iggy? That's fine. Okay, so is that, is that your truce? Is that your peace offering? To who? Stephen Wildwood. No. Oh, Perfect. Perfect. We didn't get anywhere. We like oh, the whole group. No, he's in the shower. Why he's, don't you extend an olive bridge? He's got important things to do today. Well, almost everybody gets a shower first thing, don't they? Well, he just happens to wait until we ask him to call in. I got to jump in. You could have jumped in the shower an hour ago, 45 minutes ago, or 20 minutes from so now. You're calling a bluff. Well, he could have waited to take a shower. I mean, what... What's his day consist of? Calling the neighbor next door, what's your house worth? Okay. And then appraise the next house, yeah, it's worth 280000 mm. That's his day. Biggie's you can do that from soon, home. So. Huh. Pardon me? Biggie's opens pretty soon, so he's got to watch people get the take well, out. That's true, too. But it's a little hot out there. I'm not sure he'll do that. He'll go lay at the pool and stare at bras and then go home and masturbate. Oh, gosh. 
Stephen A, you should join hands in brotherhood and then jump off the top of the arch. Get these mother effers uh, off the air. Gosh. Some Admiral Pegger. Gosh. Ken would extend an olive branch, but he's still waiting to hear back from fabulousoliveco.com. That's from Arbor Dave. Who? Uh, fabulousolivecove.com. That's from Arbor Dave. I don't know what that is. Did you order something off that website? Fabulous olive. Cove.com? No. <laughs> what I get some lawn furniture or something? Uh, that was from Home Depot, except Home Depot was spelled D-E-P-O-O-A-T. <laughs> Could have been a tell. with the breaking ball. <laughs> but it looked like Depot to me, so I ordered it. <laughs> I still got the watch, and I got my money back, so it was a good Does day the watch for me. work at all? Yeah. And they actually gave you the money back? Yeah. What's I wonder Because it was through PayPal, and they said that uh, PayPal... in if you don't get what you ordered, we will take care of it. And I said, well, this isn't really a panel patio furniture unless, like, this watch opens up to chairs or something. And they, <laughs> put, it back, they put it back on my credit card. So, <laughs> How about this? You have Steve call in on a very special Pepper and Genie episode. That's from the birthday hawk. No. no. You could swear on there, too. Yeah, I'll answer that one for everybody. Yeah. Maybe he could come in the studio again and we could <laughs> oh, mend fences. Nice. We could mend some fences. Dead silence. On that I have no interest. Oh, what do well. I care? What do I care if he, if he likes me or not? Because he's an important listener. He calls in. Well, he's a Milagro Tequila well, listener of the month. It's not going to stop him from calling in because that's his life. He's in a rare fraternity, that uh, Milagro Tequila listener of the month. That's yeah. high praise. Mm-hmm. There are certain people that uh, if they lost this show and couldn't call in or text in or email in, they would really have no life. Well, I don't know. Damn. Well, I do. <laughs> you think it's that How important? would you feel if I quit? <laughs> I'd quit. I'd have, I'd have no life. <laughs> what is it? Oh, Stephen Wilde would have sent in the text. Four Paisley tickets at front desk. Just realized Kevin Nealon is opening for him. I think my sound story would be fun if you were serious. She would get things out of me I've never talked about before, and it would be yours to do with it what you like, with learn. So that is the screenshot. Yeah. Well, he he said he wanted to buy one. But you, I guess, what he's saying in the screenshot, if you want to take a look at it, is you are initiating it. I'm not initiating it. Read it again. Doug, I'll read it again. Okay, read it one more time. I think my sound story would be fun if you were serious. Yeah, serious. So he must have brought it up if I said you're serious I got to tell it. you, I kind of agree with Diggy's assessment there, Doug. I mean, Diggy's not initiating it there. No. Stephen Wilder, I don't know. Uh, he says, see the timestamp of 1038 right after the show. Well, so what? So your your contention is that he brought up doing the sound story. Yes. Didn't he call in and say something like why would, that? Why would I? Buck Swope will get the other Why would I? Engine, he said, I, I, it sounds like he made the call, and I just said, if you're serious. Me saying, are you serious, means he must initiate it. Would you do it with Learn? And for me, not thinking it's a joke, if you're serious... I think it'd be you could get something out of me. And I said you can do what you want. Just like yesterday, I think he was going to out me on something that I said in the sound story. And I said it's yours. You can do what you want with it. I can't no, tell you. No, I don't think he was going to out you. I know what you're talking about there with like the old KFNS stuff and naming names on the situations. He wasn't going to do that. I think. I think, I think what his the, contention is is that he's saying that you asked him to do the sound story. No, that's I think that's that's. that's, that's, not, that's I don't want to speak for you, Steve. If no. I'm misrepresenting. No, him. that's not it. Why would I pick Steve to pay money to do a sound story about me with Learn? That's that's just dumb. 
Why don't these two just discuss some common ground, like their masturbatory habits? I'm mm. sure Ken can explain to Steve on how to avoid carpal tunnel syndrome after so much daily furious activity, and Steve <laughs> can explain the merits of waking up at 3 a.m. and just going to town apropos <laughs> of nothing. Doug, that's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. He's a deal maker. It seems like it is. It yeah. is kind of hard to believe that I haven't had carpal tunnel. What <laughs> 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 a non sequitur. Uh, I sent in the text, but I had no intention of doing it. You took it upon yourself to contact me. That's from You Stephen had no Wall. intention of doing it. So you could have said no when Doug, I sent that in. it's over now. Now it's over. Yeah, now we're yeah. off. All right, so forget, when I sent that in, if you're serious, you could have still said no. But you're the one who said yes and paid. You're, just, you're making a fool of yourself. Oh, God. We got some damn drama up in this dish. <laughs> it's not drama. He's just trying to make it sound like I begged him to do a... Please, please, let me do a sound story. Learn and pay for it for me, please. You gotta say that at the end. Please I want a sound story, Daddy. Ah. Am I doing it right? And I want one now. <laughs> do it for me. Ah. So I don't... I really don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I really want to sit down for an hour and open up about myself to a complete stranger so you can listen to it. What'd you open up about? Exactly? I don't remember. It was a good interview. Yeah, she, did a, good, she did a good job. A great job. I, I think I was, I was asking uh, Peter Rep, our new uh, sound story GM. Great guy. He's a great guy. Uh, he is uh, Jackson Part 2, the remix. That's how I would describe Peter Rep. Uh, and I said, who stands? He goes, God, everybody goes, really? Everybody does a great job from the, uh, the list. So, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought that uh, Learn interview that she did with you was great. I enjoyed listening to it. It was, and I did it because it was one of Learn's first ones she did. She says she always starts weeping in the middle of the sound stories. Yeah. Why would she weep? She's just very emotional. About what? Learn's great. About when they got married and when they proposed, first <laughs> children and... Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what gets Life her going. She just, she, she has, I haven't done one yet where I haven't cried. Really? She gets very invested with the people that she interviews. Yeah. Well, That's I feel bad now that I've never cried. Yeah, maybe, Doug, we should start. Oh, you should see. Yeah, weeping. when me and Lauren talk in the studio, we always go, wow, Doug's never cried. He must not care about anything. <laughs> Sociopath. That's that's what we call you. I guess. Maybe, yeah. let, let, me let, maybe let Pete do some of them. <laughs> oh, Thanks he would Pete. weep. He yeah. can weep. The blues <laughs> When was the first time you <laughs> met your husband? <laughs> yeah, see, uh, he only cries cry. when you talk about Columbia. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Well, if you're going to cry about Mizzou and blues hockey, I'm sure you'd cry some of these stories. Guys, does anybody else think Pockets could use a good night with a married mother of four and a belly full of pasta plus she could deposit into his Kohler hallway basin? Oh, oh damn. <laughs> Kohler. They called out the, the brand library. name. Library. You want to give a second stab this at that? This pent-up anger could use a little poison release. Don't you ever call it I need a poison release? No. no it's not anger. I just I let it's it really go, on, hot when you I do let that. go on the show, so... Trust me, when I leave the show at 10 o'clock, this doesn't cross my mind. What is on the itinerary today? I'm driving to Farmington. What do you got going? I got to knock out these 11 uh, cameos. That may take me an hour or so. 
Just to announce the name of the guy's draft? It's, it's long, Doug. So his draft is today. It's Saturday, so I gotta knock him out today. So how does he know who he's gonna draft? No, it's it's the guys that are in the draft, the the members of his Bill and Steve and John. You're just and, introducing each one of the people. It's your yeah, turn to pick. Yeah, when he says it's your turn to pick on the clock, and then I he plays this and I read all this stuff. Well, Rocky will make a boatload of money off this. No. Is it like a rev share thing with Rock? I, I let Rocky go when I missed 30 cameos. Oh, termination. <laughs> you fired him? I went and downloaded it myself, and it says, you've missed 30 cameos. Let's get started again. So you fired him. I didn't fire him. I just said, I'll do it myself. I mean, you figured at the time I was making $20, I opted to 25 Have you figured out, are you actually getting but paid? $20 for 30 videos, that's a lot of money I lost. Sure. So. I'm honestly still upset that Iggy brought up 19 crimes when talking about good wine. I haven't gotten much sleep since he made that comment. It reminds me of moms in town and country who love to go to dinner parties and rave about decoy. It's actually pretty good for the price. Stop it. It's cheap for a reason. That's from Mr. Licks. Doug, oh, what is yeah. decoy? I don't know. Well, I think it's way more douchey to spend $11,000 on a bottle of wine. Well, I don't care if you're a billionaire. That. If he you just... spend eleven grand on a bottle of wine, you're a moron. No, here's right. what he did. He Googled expensive wines, found one, and then brought up that <laughs> like he's got it. And I'm not a, you know, I, I like good wine, and I have a couple of bottles that are worth over $100. But I also have wow. bottles that are worth $15 and $20 Unbelievable. and 19 crimes. <laughs> they were given to me. I didn't buy them. Um, <laughs> 19 Crimes is a very good Cabernet Sauvignon. You don't have to spend $1,000. The, the Snoop Dogg Pinot is fantastic. I'm, I'm with you. And I, Iggy said for the price. He didn't go, I'll put that up in the top 10 wines of all time. For the price, and you got to put that into effect, it's a great wine for mm. 10, 11 bucks. Apparently so. 11,000? You can go kick rocks elsewhere, bro. Right. If you bring that to my house, you're getting punched in the face. Right. Come on, don't punch him. I'm going to steal your wine. What if you drop the bottle or something on the way to the table? I'd it love breaks it. and it's all over the ground. i got to say, I'd love to see some chump buy an $11,000 bottle and drop it almost immediately. Well, I'm sure people I'd pay $100 to watch that. They may not have dropped the bottle, but I'm sure at some point the glass gets tipped over. Or... Oh, yeah. I mean, how sad would you be if you had like $5,000 worth of wine and that glass and you knocked it over have you seen the documentary uh i think it's psalm no it's a short for sommelier it's a guy in the wine trading business there's a huge business of you know buying and trading wine the Koch brothers make an appearance in this as well because they got scammed by this dude he makes perfectly counterfeited wine like on his own just by his own taste buds mm -hmm. buys cheap grocery store wine and creates the palette of like a 50 60 hundred thousand dollar bottle and sells it to collectors and did this for years. Yeah, what's wrong That's with that? That's a skill, man. I don't know how you can do that because skill. you wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't be using the same type grapes. But if it tastes no, the same, No, he like cares? to just take a bunch and combine them. It was like a mad scientist trying to figure out a taste that would go well taste. with. I think that's how the guy started Hawaiian <laughs> Tropic Suntan Lotion. Yeah, right. Really? He took, a, he took a bunch of suntan lotion that was already on the market, dumped it all together in a trash can, Mixed it up together and then marketed it with beautiful girls in bikinis and became a you know multimillionaire. Oh, it's Unreal. all about it's all about the name. That's what he did. He used like he Maui Jim Hawaiian Tropic <laughs> makes you think of the islands. Guys, decoy is the cheaper version of duckhorn made by duckhorn. <laughs> I'm sure that was explained to Licks by his father-in-law since the only time he gets to drink duckhorn is while he's in his presence. That's from oh. Carlos Spicy Wiener. And again. And again, I'm up with it. Like, if you have, uh, if you're drinking a wine named after a roller coaster in 
Six Flags, it's just not very fancy. I'm sorry. No, and if you're just talking about expensive wines and you think the only good wines are the ones that you you don't have, you just come up with a name for 11000 8000 7000 go ahead and bring one of those bottles out. And I'll go pick out, uh, I think I have a nice bottle of Groff uh, Cab Sav. <laughs> Cab Sav. I'll put it in front of yours and let somebody taste it. I guarantee they won't be able to tell which is which. Taste mine. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our designer, Edie, and cool email of the day! And Young shouts to the fan page Pigeon, who is seemingly obsessed with our guy Iggy, and the army of dweebs who boldly proclaimed they don't listen to the show anymore while remaining active on a fan page for said show. Real strange behavior. Call in Top Hat? Who's no. Top Hat? Abe Lincoln is who I think it was. You don't see a lot of top hats in here. You'd like to see those come back? His was a stovepipe. There's a lot of stuff in there. Call in top hat and be a man! You really tested my limits today, Strode, but I got your back, dog. Thanks. That's from number one Asian intern Brian Henshin, Jackson's secret lover. (laughs) Brian Henshin, Jackson's secret lover. Is that top hat? Whoa. Jason Keller, go ahead and call him out. Drea De Mateo is now on OnlyFans. Ooh. She's showing, uh... I don't know. Stuff? She's like 50 now, isn't she? Doug, how old is Dre De Mateo? I don't know who that Sorry, is. Sorry, I just... Who is that? Happened. Adriana Laserva from The Sopranos. Correct. Christopher's uh, female love interest. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And she was also in Sons of Anarchy. Correct. Oh, my God. She's amazing in that, too. And Young, I am so proud of our virgin Pringle. Love you, boo. You're pretty great, too, Doug, KG, Plow, and Mr. Tim. Thanks. That's from number one Asian intern Brian Henshin, a.k.a. ASMR Ting Ting 2.0. Now on Only Fleas, did you know I was ranked number three on the most influential golfers list? Yep. Mine was the name the smoking possum couldn't remember. Mm. There you go. Brian Henshin, point two. Hello. My name is Garrick DeYoung. I am the proprietor of an exciting and sexy new development in the red light district of Amsterdam. And to showcase our new property, we are inviting only the best of the best on HD 2, 3, and 4 radio programs <laughs> to come and check things out and do their show from our exotic version of Radio Row. If you meet the following requirements and would like to send out a couple of your finest gentlemen, please let us know. Must send out two producers. Well, one young and spry producer and one significantly older, not really employed, but kind of employed vagabond who technically could be the father of the younger one since the elder is most likely from Jefferson County, where if you don't have a truck and you're not a father before you get a driver's license, you ain't nothing. Show members must be willing to lay topless next to each other, (laughs) next to the pool, with what seems to be an invisible opposite sex force field for dozens of yards in every direction around them. Must be willing to wear retro t-shirts or movies like The Bodyguard, Notting Hill, and look who's talking now. This will be strictly enforced, no exceptions. Lastly, if either of your show members are seen speaking with any females or even if they are seen outside of their rooms past 7.30 or if they do anything even slightly resembling fun, they will immediately have their junk encased in a chastity cage and put in timeout for the duration of the trip while being forced to listen to stories about exploding dildo factories and bowling Hall of Fame induction speeches in perpetuity. Please advise that's from Garrett DeYoung, CEO of Circa Resort and Creepatorium. That's from Pop Pop Beats, holla at me. Oh, Pop <laughs> Pop Beats, holla at me. Hey, spicy wiener, Duckhorn is still a cheap bottle of wine. Thanks, that's from Mr. Licks. 
Okay. So this is what we get when there is a luxurious out-of-town trip that doesn't include Iggy. But he doesn't want to go because it is hot. And the three-and-a-half-day trip is basically half a day there is still time to venture into the sewers to interview mole people. And if Jackson isn't killed, then he should drive to Midtown Vegas to interview a madam with 90 birds. 61% of the week was spent on all of Iggy's grievances that he doesn't care about. I hate that I love this stupid show. That's from Shooter McGavin, mm. the vice president of HD2 Sabermetrics. Shooter McGavin. Vice President of HD2 Sabermetrics. I stand with Iggy. The haters who want to call him an a-hole so they can get 41 likes from other fat sads need to get a clue. Iggy is the best two-time Hall of Fame fountain enthusiast on HD2. And by a long shot, some radio personalities wear sleepless in Seattle t-shirts in public. But Ken doesn't even bother to wear t-shirts under his pullovers at all. He just lets his leather chest go raw dog beneath his baggy three-quarter zip pullovers. Iggy is our guy, and his silence during today's 7 o'clock hour proved that the show is not the same without him. No one can mock another man's golf grips quite like Ken. No one shares a concert calendar that nobody asked for like Ken. No one else can humble brag about listening to five albums in one day while eating Pasta House quite like the Breezeway Boy. No one else possesses the uncanny ability to redirect a conversation about Taylor Swift so he can wedge in a cute little anecdote about the time he tried to find naked pictures of influential female golfers. Sure, he was creeped out by an obscure movie where a grown man takes his teenage girlfriend to prom, even though he literally did the exact same thing when he dated a Vikings cheerleader who was still in high school. When I make fun of him for his lack of self-awareness, I'm doing it in jest from a place of admiration and a place of love. Without Iggy, Plowsy would talk more, and we would be forced to hear more marijuana brain statements like this gem. Wouldn't you like to see a Brokeback Mountain remake from the eyes of the horse? I'm <laughs> good. And without Iggy, we'd hear more questions like this real quote from the pale one. Is prand a real word? Ignore the haters because they're just jealous that you get paid to confuse Mazzy Star with Pablo Sandoval and they don't. Obviously, Tim is the greatest and should never apologize for anything, but Iggy is the GOAT! That's from the JV golf oh, coach. JV golf coach. For the record, I was 20 and the cheerleader was 18. There you go, Doug. That's a clarification. Okay. And finally, on yesterday's show, Iggy made the following condescending remarks in quick succession. Great job on the social media. I think people were complaining there were only like four things posted. Quote, he doesn't work here. Quote, I don't know how he deserves a trip. <laughs> Then, it, today, Iggy said almost nothing for the first hour of the show until a texter asked what's wrong, at which point he revealed that he'd been triggered by a post on the fan page accusing him of being condescending towards his co-workers. Jackson. Being condescending to Jackson. It said Jackson and KG. Oh, I just mentioned Jackson. <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't being condescending to KG. I could care less. Damn. Oh, boy. But I brought up Jackson because I'm not condescending to Jackson. But, I mean, ja one. but KG in O-Town is a co-worker. Don't get crestfallen over that. Beyond yes. crest. Yes, when, when, one of the, when one of us aren't here, he's a co-worker. But he does receive compensation for work on the show. When he's here. When one of us aren't here and he comes in, yes. He didn't get Doug, I feel like this is semantics. Well, he didn't get compensation the other day when he came in for nothing. To, to make a peanut butter mayonnaise sandwich. He didn't get paid for that day, did he? Yeah, no. we, on our contracts, we get paid for every PB&J. So, yes, it, go ahead, Swope. And I, I'm talking, I was talking about... You can put all the things I said yesterday is fine, but I said nothing about Jackson. 
He's too busy fantasizing. He's Eric Roberts' character in that pedophile drama where he plays a brash small-time con man and pimp who recruits a high school girl in a posing nude for him. They get married. She poses in Playboy. Yada, yada, yada. He murders her. Plowsy assures the audience that Iggy does have people sending him screenshots of the fan page. One minute later, Plowsy revealed he's the one sending Iggy's screenshots. <laughs> I did not say that. If I did, no, I he didn't say that either. Just keep making stuff up. <laughs> I didn't even say that. Now, for the record, I thought this post was unnecessarily harsh and less than accurate. But there was some truth to it. Iggy is constantly condescending towards KG and O-Town, who is a paid part-timer of TMA. Even Iggy's rant about how he is never condescending towards co-workers was an indirect shot at TMA's part-time producer and social media guru. We're not in Kansas anymore. Wow, Jackson really is trying to relive Double Down Mikey's Vegas experience. Getting cleaned out at the blackjack table in five minutes, check. Preoccupied with thoughts of some girl thousands of miles away to the point where you're not even trying to get laid, check. Awkward, emasculating film reference, check. Let's say you went to Brown and your employer had sent you out to Vegas to create a tutorial of how not to get laid and you have one night left. Should you wear your first wife's club t-shirt or the Devon secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood t-shirt? Doug, that's from Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Nice little email today, Bucky. That's what we have. Next week, you can send in all the condescending things the co-workers said about me. That one had definitely a lot of layers to So you feel like KG and O-Town is saying condescending things? Oh, he always does. And I'm basically just responding when you read his text. I don't go out of my way to say things. I just respond. But uh, I'm voting for Blueberry Pop Pop. Uh, It wasn't my turn. I'm sorry. Actually, the the guy's name was Pop Pop Beats Holla at Me. That is correct. And that's who I'm voting for. Oh, wow. There it is. Pop Pop Beats Mm -hmm. Holla at Me has shifted. I think I probably was going that direction, too, as a matter of fact. It was a nice little email. It was. Uh, Tip of the cap to Pop Pop Beats Holla at Me. You just want tickets to the Blues and wins per game on November 7th. Nice. That's a retro long-sleeve T-shirt night. At the Enterprise Center. Well, Doug, I'm going to head down the hallway and deal with a situation. Come and get your whoop. It's a time for a balloon party, so if you're on the YouTube, switch over to the 101 ESPN one, and then you can interact with the uh, 101 ESPN audience and, and see how you guys uh, can relate to each other. And Janet might be in there today. Be careful. And you can talk. Yeah, Janet, uh, not a fan of me or Steve and Wild. But, uh, Jackson, what would you like to say to the people as you sign off from Las Vegas? Uh, I first want to thank the people at Circus Sports because they have been incredible to me and KG and O-Town this entire time. It's been a wonderful experience. Uh, I'd love to come out here again because they're so wonderful to us. So first, definitely want to say that. And uh, it's been a great first time in Vegas, man. First time checking out the scene out here in Sin City and uh, happy to do it with such a fine company like Circa. Where are you finna dine tonight? Yeah, you know, that's a, I don't want to go back to this trip because that traffic problem. That is oh, really yeah, crazy. I don't blame you It was you really that. brutal. I'm telling you, bro, <laughs> Esther's Kitchen, I'm telling you, at least yeah. look look it up on Google and see how far sure. it is away. It is yeah. phenomenal, and the restaurant has a vibe to it, man. I think it's going to be Italian tonight, so I've gotten some good recommendations that's on that Italian? front. So, Ooh, okay. uh, Looking forward to getting after that, having a good time, and then I'll see you boys back on Monday. Yeah, Monday, back in studio. There it is. Uh, Time for us to shut it down. I'm heading down the hallway without Jackson, and that hurts, and that hurts. But Rocky will be there, also known as Rachio. That is a balloon party driven by Munganas, St. Louis, Acura, Nolan Toyota on 101 ESPN. Flip on over to the YouTube and enjoy the fun there for the Plowhawk. For Kenneth Iggy Strode, for Action Jackson and KG No Town, it's Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas. From my brother Kevin, for Douglas Elvin Vaughn, I'm Tim Kernan. This has been the Ryan Kelly Morning After from Michelob Ultra Studios.